Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to encourage you to research author media kits, and I'm going to convince you why you need one. Okay, so if you have an author media kit and you want to share tips and lessons learned, please email us at jenlowrywrites at gmail.com to just give us some additional key points or maybe some referencing that we could go and do as we're researching. I've decided today to build a Pinterest wall that is just going to be, or Pinterest board, that is just going to be for marketing techniques because I told you guys this is on my radar right now. And the author media kit is a necessary step that I have to take and that all of us need to be taking, and I'm going to tell you why. You know, it's funny that um, I'm here with the podcast, and I've been working with authors um, since the beginning of year of the year. And when I ask them, you know, please send me your bio, please send me a short picture, you know, not a short, uh, please send me your bio, please send me your picture, any images of the book that you want me to use when I'm making the promotional materials for the podcast. So I asked them that on the framework. Well, come to find out what's so funny about that is that I wasn't connecting all of the things that I was asking for as actually what could be placed inside of a media kit. So think about a press release kit or an author, you know, just a PR business card that you're walking around with in your pocket and you already have this press release or this um, author kit ready at the ready so that way if you're going into bookstores if you're going in at book tours if you're contacting individuals if they're going to do a blog tour for you if they're going to do any kind of promotion for you you have taken away a lot of the questions that they may have or follow-up that they may have with you if you put together this PR kit. So this is the first thing on my short-term goal list that I'm going to complete that I want to have ready um, for Sweet Potato Jones. So you guys know that I have a lot of time to work Sweet Potato Jones, but I can't do everything in September. I need to be using this PR kit now. The issue is, is that I cannot share my book cover until July. So I have to wait until I have that authorization from my publisher, but I can do my PR kits for my self-published books that I have for the Everyday Mom Challenge series and have a space available of a coming soon book jacket for Sweet Potato Jones. So I already have the summary for that, the book blurb and everything. So what I'm going to do is craft the pages, have everything ready, and, you know, the coming soon. That way all I'll have to do is replace the header. So what actually should go into an author media kit? 
Well, I'm going to tell you, my friend sent me a message yesterday, and I'm so glad to be connected with this other author. Um, it was just by chance meeting through a Facebook group, which led to the podcast, which led to what I am calling a lifelong author friendship, um, because she really has her heart in this work, and she's a strong Christian lady, and her whole life, it's for, you know, encouraging, inspiring, and helping others, and sharing, and that's what I talk with you guys about all the time, is that we have to share, she's like, share this out, and you know I'm going to, well, she gave me this website, and it's called Readsy, and you guys might already know it, okay, but I'm actually signing up to join their community, and they will send you a newsletter, and that's what she did to me. She forwarded me an email of a newsletter that she had. So when you go to R-E-E-D-S-Y, if you type in Readsy, you're going to be able to find this website. And you need to subscribe to them to get their blogs, to get their newsletters. But guess what I found when I was researching today about media kits? I actually typed in Readsy and I typed in media kit for authors. A great article came up. So guys, I want to tell you, I'm going to put it in the description for you, a link, so that way you can go right to this, because I really liked everything that they covered in here. Okay, guys, I'm back. Another phone call. All right, so um, before I jump back on, I went on and I created a new board on my Pinterest. And you guys know if you type in Pinterest and you do Jen Lowry Writes, hopefully you'll be able to find me. If you have a problem with that, you let me know and um, I'll send you the direct link. But I created a board today and it's called Author Marketing Strategies. And that's where I'm really going to pin great ideas, great blogs, uh, tips, and I'm going to be researching this stuff up like a storm. So if you want to throw anything into my tornado while it's whirling around, go right on ahead and we can um, continue to build a database of research. Because I've already added a visual for a one-page sheet that I actually got off of that Readsy um, website that my friend Pooja gave me. So thanks again to Pooja for just having such a wonderful heart for others and to, to give um, and to constantly update me. But when you're creating... Um, your press kit and you wonder what do you need to do your bio has already been written if you're out there in the author world if you have an author central page on Amazon I would suggest that you keep that bio concise and that's the one that you include on all of your sites you don't need to have a bio for this place and that place and the other place you need to show consistency and you're branding yourself. So I really want you to consider just taking and copying and pasting and placing this into a media kit. Now you say, well, where are you going to be pasting these things at? Y'all know where I'm going with this. And I've told y'all a million times what I use. I will tell you for the millionth and one time. <laughs> I use Canva. So even though people have told me about GIMP and a lot of other um, ways that I can use templates, Microsoft products. I am just hooked on Canva. 
So I did go back in and because I received the contract and I was able to turn that money back into my business, I did buy Canva for business because I'm using it so much and the funds allowed me to purchase that. So I am going to create mine in Canva and then I'm going to turn it into a PDF file and the bio is going to come straight from my Amazon. I'm not going to create anything different. I'm going to create a contact sheet. And this is important because this is what I ask for anybody that's on the podcast. You guys know um, if you're listening and, and you've actually been interviewed on here before um, that I send you that framework guideline sheet that has possible interview questions that I want to talk about. Um, but it also asks for you share out all of your links of how uh, my listeners can contact you. And so I think that that is very important that you put your contact information right up at the beginning. Somehow create a nice cover page. Let your cover page be that one page, all you need page, and then build from that. So I'm going to suggest that that's the way you organize it. Your one-page media kit page needs to have your contact information, your bio, a picture, um, maybe your book cover images. Um, you know, think about a way that you could put it all on one page, almost like an info chart. Um, and then build other pages after that. So um, they actually say a tip sheet can be helpful on Readsy, where you could do a sample Q&A. And I did receive one of these from a um, future um, podcast interview that I'm going to be holding where they gave potential talking points that would go around their book that maybe could help guide discussion. Um, as you guys know, the Holy Spirit leads the podcast. <laughs> this is not a scripted podcast. Um, I speak from my heart. I speak from uh, just what I'm praying through and asking the Lord to provide the words. But having this might be good for blog tours, too. I'm really thinking about if somebody is going to showcase you on their blog, what maybe they want to have an interview with you, and you could create a tip sheet that could help them, too, from the process. Now, one of my author friends, he is making some moves in the newspapers he has already been published twice this week with his book series, and I'm so proud of him. I'm so happy to see that work, that he's getting put out in all of the publications that are local for him. And y'all, that is wonderful publicity. So thinking of a press release and how you can angle that press release to show how if the media could pick this up, why is it important for today? And so I think that it's really relevant for you to get at the heart of the matter of your book without giving your themes away. I've told you never to do that because you want, if you get a student that comes across your work, you don't want to give away the complete plot. You don't want to give away the themes. You want them to be able to experience that as the reader fresh. But you could come up with some topical themes. You can come up with some um, topical big picture ideas. Like for Sweet Potato Jones, for example, you guys know the book is about a family. It's about homelessness. It is about compassion and helping hands. And why is that important in today's world? Because the world is moving so cold. We need a little warmth and we need a little light of Jesus. And so hopefully, if anybody would pick up my story, if I created a quick 
press release type blurb, if you want to say, then it could be widest, you know, sweet potato Jones matter for today's youth. Because hopefully, you know how you hear about the call to action? Hopefully my book is going to be a call to action for everybody that picks it up. Whether to draw closer to a relationship with Christ, whether to go out and help someone to have a different mindset, to go out and have a different point of view and not to be so judgmental, not to question, you know, what do people go through or, you know, have a, a negative uh, connotations about this work. So... Hopefully, that's going to be a press release that I can pull together that will say, what is the bigger picture and why does sweet potato matter? I think the photographs are good. I mean, they want to know what you look like. And y'all, I'm telling you, I watched this author yesterday. She's a mediator of a really big, sweet, clean romance Facebook group that I'm on. And I told you the value of being on these groups, have I not? And and they really can help you tie into what's out there on the scene. Um, but the author photos are important. And I will tell you that they if you have an iPhone, I used the iPhone for a very long time for an author photo that I was, was having around and it had a black background. And it was because the portrait setting on the iPhone allows you to do that. And my step... Um, my stepbrother, my brother-in-law, he showed me that trick, and he actually took the photos on my iPhone, and I put them in Canva, and I wrote Jen Lowry writes on them, and that became my photograph for a while. But I happened to go to the John Casablanca Studios and actually had a professional photographer. Um, it was through a wonderful partnership and collaboration day um, that I will never forget, and my students still talk about it. One girl wore the shirt yesterday, and we loved the program. And I really saw a huge difference of my students when we came back from that trip, and for myself as well. But I actually have now a more of a professional photography clip. Now, what's going to go on the back of my book is going to be from where I'm from, because it needed to be there. It needed to be Robinson County. I had to have my feet planted on that earth in my yard with the honeysuckles behind me because that is my heart and my home and I needed that on the cover of my book forever. So my book cover author kit is uh, when I had long hair <laughs> and uh, over the summer last year with my husband's really fancy camera that he bought. Um, my husband loves those fancy um, thingamabob lenses and all that stuff so he took some really cool pictures and I was watching yesterday how an author was posing with some really cool just natural elements in the background you know you can go for a nature walk a hike uh, spring is coming think about doing some outdoor pictures if you're country like me you know having some country pictures to represent who you are that's why I loved having the honeysuckles in my picture um and the earth where I'm from. So um, pick something that matters to you. Like this one lady, she had boats in the background, off in the distance. I mean, you've got some really cool author photographs out there. And I looked at tons of them before I picked out my outfit. And I went with a red jacket. Because the ones that I found had red in it, this the color popped in that. And I'm not a person that uses the words color pop in a sentence because I am completely 
clueless when it comes to shopping, but I did know how to research what author photos caught my attention, and I tried to, to um, kind of build an, uh, an outfit based on that. Um, then when I did the one, I just, I didn't even think about I was going to get my own photograph. So I just picked a shirt that I picked up from the Goodwill and I love this shirt and Hey, it's, it's blue and white and it kind of matched the gray background and I didn't even know what was happening. So my newest author picture, uh, that was not a planned thing. That was, I got my hair done. I got my makeup done by professionals and got my picture taken by professional. And so that was like completely like not staged for author photos. It just turned out to be one. Um, your sell sheet is what they're talking about on Readsy, and that's the image if you're looking at it. It's just, um, it gives you a downloadable uh, QR code on there, which I've talked to you guys about QR codes before when we're talking about setting up the author tables. If you haven't listened to that one, that was my librarian or my media specialist idea about having my links go to QR code. Um, just make sure that, you know, we have thumbnails on there. We have our publication dates. We're putting down our target audience and our genre. And let it be something also that we can use for our author table. Because when I saw that idea for that marketing one-page sales sheet, I said, man, that would be really cool to put in a frame to go along with follow me here, contact me here. I was going to do that anyway, and I love this author sheet on here. So I'm going to use that as a model, and I'm going to build me one on Canva. Now, a book excerpt I think is really cool, especially at the beginning of the chapter, the opening lines. Now, I can't do that without having uh, permission from a publisher, but I can do that with my Everyday Mom Challenge series. What I love that um, a best-selling author does if you go to their website, um, they actually will say, read the first chapter here and read the audio clip here. And they'll have some excerpts there for students to be able to read. I really like that. So hopefully in the future, I'm going to be able to do that as well. And then do um, what they called um, the labeling look up the up-to-date information but the what the what next what do you do next for here at the very bottom just make sure that you're putting these things on your website because you have about me pages right so let's say a bookstore you send them to the web page they can pull up the media kit too they'll know that they can find it there um also, look at other authors' media kits. You know I'm going to tell you to do that. Reedsy gives this tip, too. I'm going to tell you to research, research. I actually have four author kits that, um, that I have been looking through and just seeing how they build it. But I really just like how Reedsy gives you that seven-step template. And you heard what it said, seven steps. Seven's my lucky number. I have this thing, this preference about reading blog articles that have a number in them because I'm weird and I love the 10 steps to this, the seven steps to that. And so I'm going to build my kit. When I build my author media kit, you know it's going to be available for you to look at. And I'm going to place it up on my um, author, jenlowrywrites.com website that's powered by GoDaddy. And that's how I'm going to, you know, 
hopefully have people look at it. And then if author people are looking at it and they say, wait a minute, you forgot something important. Let's critique this. Let me send her an email really fast, just like my aunt did on Etsy. I had a word spelled wrong on Etsy. I left out a letter. I was typing a lot of things on my phone and I just skipped over a word, a letter. So, you know, if, if I do put something out there and it's not 100% polished, you can help me. <laughs> Don't feel embarrassed uh, to that I'm going to get offended. No, trust me. I love it when people catch my work. So that helps me and it helps me correct it quick. But having an author media kit is our next step. You know, we're talking about marketing strategies. You're going to hear a lot more of these because that's where the stage that I'm living in right now of where I'm doing my research. So every time I see something that I think it could bring value to our writing life, I'm going to challenge you to research it along with me. If you already have a media kit, update it, keep it fresh. And then if you want to share it out, if you want to share tips, send them to jenlowrywrites at gmail.com and help out our community of writers that have joined us. So I hope this has been helpful. Uh, I will tell you in December of 2018, I did not know what an author media kit was. And even the other day when I was talking to my writer friend, Anne, and she was like, um, you know, one good marketing strategy is a media kit. And um, I'm going to send you mine. I was like, oh, I would love to see it. And then she was like, but I already sent it to you. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yes. And that's what it's called. <laughs> and I emailed her back. I'm like, I completely forgot. Like, I'm learning all of this stuff, guys, as we go. And as a self-published author, in the years prior, I have not had a community like I have built. And I think that the podcast has truly advanced my research skill motivation um, to be able to go out there and learn and learn so I can share with you and we can just keep improving together and growing together. So let us make our prof- our professional media kits. Use Canva. If you want to create a logo, you can. I'm just going to use the Jen Lowry Writes podcast logo that I have because Jen Lowry Writes on there. It has the pencil. It has the um, microphone. It has, you know, it's representative of me and what my author world is consisting of. And it's purple for Sweet Potato Jones. Um, so I'm going to leave it. Um, I'm going to leave the logo. I'm going to keep that there. And I'm also going to place that on all of my sites. So that way, if people see the podcast and they'll see the links, they'll know that it's me. So guys, just like I said, email me with anything you've got or any more questions or any more marketing tips. If I need to start researching something, send it my way. Because like I say, I say I have plenty of time, but we know how time flies. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.